Hey guys, <clears throat> welcome back to um, Wicked Wednesdays. This is a companion piece to go along with episode 34, or I don't know if I would call it a companion piece, but um, we recorded Saturday night. We spent about five hours trying to record, and in the process of that, um, we lost two hours in the middle of everything we were recording and I basically got left with the first hour and the last hour of the conversation we were having and so the meat and potatoes of our whole discussion got left out right and the part that was left though was our discussion um about the first hour of it was um me um Alan my brother-in-law Adam and my sister all discussing our different beliefs um when it came to our belief in God and the reason behind this is because of the fact that when we're talking about um the evil things that people do in the name of God, I think that it's important to for people who are atheists or people who don't believe in God to understand me and Alan believe in the same God, but my beliefs are different from his in how we go and, and just in, in what our faith is. And so, when I was sitting down with the four of us, which my sister fell asleep pretty much right in the beginning, yeah. um, I wanted to kind of showcase how that you can have a whole group of people who are, you know, Christians who believe in Christ, but they don't agree. And this is how these, um, these these evil things keep happening is because of the fact that you, you know, like with the crusades or with the, um, when the, the Catholic church was basically killing the Protestants and whatnot. Um, they both believed in God. They both believed in the same God, but because they didn't believe in the exact same things, one thought that they needed to kill the other. And so, um, and so that was kind of one of the things that, like, I wanted to showcase, or, well, actually, we, all of us, when we sat down and talked about how we were going to do this, that was one of the first things we wanted to kind of, like, point out was that, um, all of us had individual beliefs, and while I respect my sister and Adam and Alan, um, I don't think that besides the the core belief, right? I don't think that I am anywhere near any of y'all and what I believe. I mean, I, I agree with a little bit of what my sister says, mm -hmm. or a little bit what Adam had to say, a little bit what you had to say, but 
I did not completely agree with anybody in the room. Well, I don't think anybody yeah. agreed with anybody. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody you know, got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there were times when um, we would question each other about things. Mm-hmm. But it was never to the extent of, like, we were going to fight about it. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, But, anyway, so... Because we lost a good portion of the sh- of the show, where we talked about false prophets, we talked about um, Hitler, we talked about um, the Cru- we talked about the Crusades or the Catholic Church, we talked about um, you know the 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 slaughter of the native you know of just indigenous people period. Yeah. We talked about all this stuff, and we lost ninety so percent of it. Of it. The um, I haven't even like really checked to the last hour to see exactly what all is on that because I know that that last hour was just kind of a wrap up of everything we had talked about because we were all just dragging at that point. Um, but anyway, what this what we're doing now is um we're gonna try and condense what we talked about that we didn't get into the show um we're gonna cover that right now we're gonna cover um you know everything that we can think of to talk about you know and then we're gonna take and um we're gonna put out both of them we're gonna that one's gonna go out just so if you want to hear what we have to say, if you kind of want to understand where um, the, the thought processes of, of why people of the same faith choose to destroy each other, um, you know, we, we get into that. We talk about that, I, I believe. I, I mean, I think we do, don't we? A little bit, but... I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if I don't know if that was in that part or not. Anyway, but it's um, but we'll talk about it some on here too. Um, but anyway, I just I feel like that I need to put that out because for one, my brother-in-law and my sister literally sat there for five hours and recorded with us, and I really feel like that you know. That it's 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 something that deserves to be heard. There is a story in there. Um, if I mean, whether you choose to be a believer or not, you know, it doesn't matter. It's about the fact of you know taking the time to kind of understand. Somebody, you know, what am I trying to say? It's like taking the time to understand somebody else's point yeah, of view. We're trying to understand somebody else's point of view. And, you know, we lost a lot, but it's definitely should be out there because, like you said, they said their five hours recorded with us. Nobody got in a fight. People did try and challenge each other verbally somewhat, but everything stayed civil. And I think that's a good lead up to this, you know, and uh, 
feel like, you know, they deserve to have their thing heard for sitting there with us for five hours. Well, it's not just that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I really feel like that there's... Some good stuff in it. Yeah. It's just, I want people to be well aware that, you know, if you don't want to hear anything about... Yeah. You know, um, if you don't want to hear about, you know faith and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, you don't have to listen to that part yeah. of it. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so, to jump on right into it, uh, one of the first things that we had talked about was that we wanted to cover not just, um, you know, what, what the Christian faith has done. Because they're not the only ones who have um, destroyed or who have hurt people in the name of their God. I mean, you can go back throughout history and, you know, the you, the pharaohs, the I mean, all of them. You know, there's been wars that have been waged in the name of some God... You know, as far back as you could think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, Christians, Jews, and Muslims, the Abrahamic religions, aren't the only one that do fucked up things to people. Um, I mean, you literally, every religion, people talk about like, you know, Buddhism is all, Buddhism is all peace and love. And no, it's not. In uh, Minamar, they used to be Burma right now. They have essentially a relig- somewhat of a religious-based government. There are Buddhist monks out there killing other people, beca- you know, trying to force their beliefs on them, changing the rules, all this stuff. Um, you know, like, it's just it's so messed up that, you know, and, and it goes back throughout history, not just Buddhism, but it seems like all religions at some point... People decide to take up a sword for it. And, you know, it's convert or die. And, um, I mean, besides that, it's just, I was looking up something, because how many, if you've seen Dogma, there's a quote in that movie that I like where said, uh, Rufus, as a Chris Rock character, was talking about Jesus, and here's the quote. He said, uh, Uh, let me find it. He was talking about Jesus. He said, he likes to listen to people talk. I remember the old days when we were sitting around the fire. You know, whatever we were, whenever we were going on about un- unimportant shit, he always had a smile on his face. His only real beef with mankind is the shit that gets carried out in his name. Wars, bigotry, televangelism. The big one, though, is the fractioning of religions. He said, mankind got it all wrong by taking a good idea and building a belief structure out of it. Anyway, the character Bethany says, so you're saying that having beliefs is a bad thing? And Rufus said, I just think it's better better to have an idea. You can change an idea. Changing a belief is trickier. People die for it. People kill for it. The whole existence, but that's uh, what it came down to. There's more. But I always thought, saw that movie, and I really got to thinking about it, that I guess this goes back to faith. 
to an extent, faith is an idea. And like he said, you know, beliefs really are harder to change than an idea. And I think some people, they, you know, that, that somebody may know more or you got to be open to the idea of change. Uh, but I feel like so many of these wars and things are caused by somebody having this like 100% belief. There's no room for error. There's no room of, I could have interpreted this wrong. Or let me go back and reread the passage. Let me look at it again. Because any religious text you read, if you are a believer or have the idea, whatever you want to call it, that text evolves and changes with you. You, you know, there's, there's people that have read the Bible, you know, a hundred times, but each time you read it, you get something new from it. And I feel like it's, it's got to be like that with any religious doctrine, because you're talking about metaphysical beings, beings you can't understand. Um... But I mean, there's there's things that happen with in, in the name of God or a God, even small things that are really fucked up. Like we were what what gave Shelley this idea is we were watching something on Investigation Discovery, where there was a preacher and he was running his little church, and he was married, and there was a woman in the church that fell in love with him, and. He told he groomed her. He groomed her and told her that it was okay for God wanted. and God wanted them to be in a polygamous relationship. And they got into it. And then uh the woman ended up dead. Yeah, he killed her. Yeah. She had a baby and he killed her and um then him and his wife took the baby and moved. Mm -hmm. And they they sold the house. And um, he eventually admitted to him killing her and burying her in the backyard. And see, that's not a large-scale atrocity, but that is using religion to totally fuck up somebody's life and, and ultimately end it. And we could look at, uh, you know, the uh, Japanese gas attacks I have in Japan. That was a cult. Um, they've split up. A lot of them have been executed. But it was Japanese and Hinduism combined. And one of the reasons they were killing people is they had this belief that they would either be reincarnated or reach nirvana. They were helping people on their way to nirvana. That was one less cycle they had to go through. You know? They got to come back again. And it's just... I'm, I know I, I talk about this on the other show we're releasing, but it's, it's so fucked up what people will do with any religious text. I think, you know, if you've ever seen the book of Eli, the bad guy wants the Bible because he knows those words have power. They can be bent. And 
twisted and used to do really fucked up things. The Bi people use the Bible to justify slavery. You know, people have used the Bible to keep women down. They've used it to keep minorities down. I don't want to get on a political soapbox, but people are using it right now, arguing back and forth about the the stuff on the border. But the left and the right are both throwing verses at each other. And, uh... You know, I don't. I feel like as a, it, it having a preacher or having somebody that knows more about it telling you it is good, but you have to be open to your own interpretation. What speaks to you? It's you know, Christianity is based on a relationship. It's not works. It's a relationship between you and God. And and I don't know how it is in other parts of the country. But in the South, people still say, not my Bible, not my God, my preacher, my pastor says this, so therefore it must be gospel. And there are preachers that say fucked up stuff all the time. Um, and I don't know how it is, again, in other parts of the country, but down here, there's still... There are large churches, and they still hold political sway. People are like, separate your church and state. They're, the preacher can't tell you who to vote for from the pulpit, but he can start hammering about different values and why you sh You know, he can... He or she can pretty much do everything short of saying, vote for this candidate and get away with it. I've seen it. I've heard it. Oh, I've seen. They've straight up said that, you know, you have to vote for this particular candidate because of their belief in God and because they're going to take and they're going to, you know, um, govern in a godly manner and all this kind of stuff. And, that, you know, you don't, don't need to vote for these people because they believe in these certain things and it's against God and all this kind of stuff. I mean, like, I've heard them, like, literally come out and say, we support this candidate, you need to vote for this candidate because if you don't, then you're going against God. That's fucked up. I mean, when Roy Moore, who is the biggest piece of shit that ever walked the face of this earth, mm -hmm. um, when he was going through all that shit, was it last year? Or year before year last, before last like um, There was preachers that were... Um, from Alabama that were, you know, part of his constituency and they were on the news and basically talking about how that, you know, Doug Jones was, you know, a heathen and, you know, his claim of faith, you know, because he believed in killing babies and all this kind of, I mean, they said horrible shit and talked about how, you know, the women that came out against Roy Moore that, you know, they were just um, liars and harlots. I mean, they said some fucked up shit. And that's one of the things that like turned a lot of people. People who at that point didn't really have an opinion on it. When they saw the way that his supporters were acting. And the things that they were saying. That's what turned a lot of people who were still on the fence. People who were hardcore fucking Republicans. Mm -hmm. They voted for Doug 
Jones because of the fact of the way Roy Moore and his people were acting. I mean, oh, yeah. he can sit there and he can try and run for whatever the fuck he wants to run for. He's after after that bullshit that he pulled. He's I seriously doubt he will ever get another public office. Period. I hope so. I really do. I feel like um, Alabama shot themselves in the foot with him. Alabama shot itself in the foot with a lot of fucking things. Yeah. But my thing is this. <clears throat> I feel like, because we're fixing to get into the different things, because, you know, you talked about the uh, Buddhist and the Hindu stuff, and I was going to get into, like, the Hindu and Muslim battles. and But anyway, um, people forget. And, like I said, my brother-in-law and I... Um, He's one of those people that the Bible is absolute. And anything that it says in the Bible, that's the way it's supposed to be. And I asked him, and I think it's in one I think it's in the recording. I asked him, did he um believe that because there's a certain sect of Christians who believe that the King James version of the Bible is the only text that you can tr- that the rest of them are blasphemy and that the King James Version is the only version of the Bible. It's, you know, and he told me no. That, you know, he didn't believe that. But in the same sense, pretty much every Bible that we have access to out the, outside of like Catholicism or um, Mormonism or, you know, any sect that has their own, you know, um, with Mormons, they don't add to the Bible. Like, they have the Bible, but they have the Book of Mormon, and then they have, um, there's two other books. I can't remember what they are now, but anyway, I was going to be a Mormon at one point, but anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, Anyway, they don't, because they don't add, quote-unquote, add to the Bible, because it says you're not supposed to, but, of course, they have their their belief, which is where, you know, God came to Moroni and all that, um, but we're not even talking about that right now, um, but the thing of it is, Everything that is in any of these Bibles that's been written has been written by man. And when there is a part of me and I've prayed about this and I've asked several preachers about this and about because I don't trust in everything that the Bible says because of the fact that I know things about history. Like, I know things about King James, and I know things about how he was, and I know how the Bible, you know, it went, he had, I think it was like 16 
different people the translations had to go through. And then he got final say. And if it didn't meet his specifications and what he wanted it to say, they had to retranslate it. Because he believed in the whole, you know, like, um, what is it where they believe that God, like, is over the... Divine right of kings. Yeah. So he believed that, you know, Jesus or God was leading him. And, you know, and, but he also believed that there was a witch that caused a storm to come up that almost killed him when he was on a boat sailing to, I think it was Ireland or Scotland. Mm -hmm. And he thought that a witch... Uh, this particular woman had put a, a, a curse on him and his family. And he was one of the main people. I want to say there was more people killed in witch hunts under his rule than any other time. Well, I mean, the witch hunts were actually... The Catholic Church probably helped, but over here, it was not the Catholic Church. It was uh, Protestants. I'm talking about him, though. I know. And... But that's what I'm talking about. Is like he literally like he's the one that put out like these decrees that these people were. To, but on the flip side of that, he was also one of the ones that like a lot of the shit that they were wanting to do to come up with like who was a witch and who wasn't a witch. He said, you know, that that was bullshit. But you know. He also was a closet homosexual. Mm -hmm. He hated women. Uh, oh. There are, there have been a lot of scholars who've come along and talked about the fact that um, if you look at some of the original translations of the Bible, um, or some of the original texts, they've been translated since for people who have gotten a better understanding um, of the language. That some of the words don't mean the same things that they're translated to in, you know, his version of the Bible. Of course, if you talk to... You know, the preachers and whatnot stuff. Now, they'll tell you, oh, well, that's just, that's science. That's bullshit. That's just people trying to, you know, fuck with the word of God. Mm -hmm. But what I don't understand is how do we know that we didn't get it wrong in the first place? And... I had uh, a youth minister one time that I asked him about this. And he told me if God gave us ten rules, mm -hmm. we know what's right and what's wrong. Anything else, you believe, you, you, know, you believe in Jesus... And you follow your ten rules. You know, and you'll know if in your heart whether or not you're doing what's right or what's wrong. And, you know, and basically all the rest of it is bullshit. 
it's 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 it was their way of of controlling people and how they lived. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how, I mean, and but this is one thing that I don't know if it's in the recordings or not. Like I said, I'd spent more time trying to find them than I did actually listening to them. Um, we all have our faith. And what faith is, is your unshakable belief in what you know to be true. That means that I can sit here and spend the next four hours throwing scripture at you, throw, you know, and pounding my point of view into your head. And if it doesn't change your mind, then that's your faith. That's, you know, that's what, in your heart, what you know to be true. You know, if your mind, if you can, if if somebody can change your mind and can make you see a different way, then you didn't believe it to begin with. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying, but the thing is, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't learn and evolve and, 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 and figure out things and understand stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's like there's core beliefs. And in those core beliefs, you know, I mean, like, there was so many things that, you know, Adam was saying the other night that I could totally see where he was coming from. I could totally understand it. Because of the fact I grew up in a church that was, you know, hellfire and damnation. But I don't believe that. Right. It's taken me 38 years of being a human being and knowing what I know and feeling what I feel and experiencing the things that I've experienced to know that that's not how I feel and that's not what I believe. So... You know, but in saying that, because, you know, we've, I want to take and get to, like, what this, the whole thing is about. So, we've kind of touched on that. We spent this past 30 minutes talking about pretty much the same thing we spent the last, those, you know, those first four hours talking about. Anyway, the whole point of this is, like I was saying, you can have people who believe in the same God and the same core belief but they want to kill each other northern ireland huh northern ireland it's protestants versus catholics oh yeah i know um i mean you know but getting outside of the whole christian faith i had a friend of mine who was sikh and um it was it was real funny the way he explained his you know his belief or not his belief but like where he came from his family was from india and they moved to um africa and they lived in kenya and when he was little um the muslims there were um 
kidnapping and killing people who weren't Muslim. And so if he went outside, he was told to pretend that he was, you know, mute and did not speak. Um, so eventually they moved to England and from England he moved to Canada and then of course he's moved back to England since but um <laughs> he um was telling me about he was this was um this is around 2000 and 2009 I think I think it was around 2009 um and of course, we were talking about, you know, the, this is, you know, 9-11 was still fresh. I mean, even though it had been several years, it was still, it was very, yeah, that was, the, the all, all the wars and everything were still, you know, full tilt running and everything was still going on. And he was talking about, you know, just his total hatred for Muslims and that there wasn't a good Muslim. There wasn't not a not not a good not not damn none of them none of them not a one. And I we were talking about it, and he was raised Sikh. Well, he explained to me that the Sikh religion was formed because of the religious persecution that was happening in India at the time when the Muslims were coming in invading. And so, um, the Sikh religion was started as the, they were warriors. And they were literally to fight the Muslims. Um, and that his whole family was, you know, they were raised that way. And, um... Here recently, uh, I have, you know, I, I've been paying attention to like what's been going on in India and Pakistan and um, the the violent, you know, the 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 how they're you know talking about wanting to go to war with each other. Like, literal, like, you know, nuclear war. They're wanting to, you know... And, um... It, it's... It's... It's amazing to me... That, uh... You know, there's still this kind of shit... Going on. And it's... And it's still... In a sense, because of the fact that they... It all goes back to the whole thing between Hindus and Muslims... You know, they still have that, you know, there's, there's still this hatred with them. And, you know, I don't, I don't hate Muslims. I've known a lot of people who were Muslim who were really good people. Um, they would never hurt anybody. But then of course you have your um extremists. Yeah, you have your extremists. 
just like you have your extremist Christians, you have your extremist, you have your fundamentalists, you know, Mormons, you have your, I mean, there's every, everybody has got their fringe movement, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, a lot of, uh, abortion providers that have been killed, blown up, things like that, that's been done by people who were doing it because of their Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the abortion clinic, the guy that blew up the abortion clinic in Birmingham, maimed the nurse, killed the policeman, and all that, he said he did it for God. And the thing is, is what's so stupid is nowhere, nowhere does it say that you're going, you know, that God's asking you to kill these people. No. You know, and if you look, when God's had an issue with people, he's taking care of it himself. If you, you know, if you want to take him. And here's the thing. People sit there and they try and say, oh, well, these things didn't happen. You know, this, this is all, this is, this is fancy. Well, you can actually, there's, they have found proof that there was a great flood. They have found proof that there were cities that were set on fire. They have found proof of, you know, the different, of the, these different things that happened in the Bible. Now, whether, how they were attributed what actually occurred, I don't know. I'm just saying, in the Bible, it said that this is what happened. When God flooded the earth, mm-hmm. when, you know, God sent the plagues because of the fact that he wanted his people, you know, God has always done shit himself. He didn't ask anybody to go in and, you know, he, he, he didn't send it call the Catholics forward and say, hey, I want you to go forth and, you know, conquer every, you know, yeah. every piece of land. And, and, you know, he didn't say that. That was, the, you know, that didn't happen. It's just the fact of people have wanted to use God to gain power. It's always been. And it, and it might not even be the Christian God. It might be, I mean... <clears throat> Any, like we said, any, all religions are guilty of it. And I think it's one of these things, though, this is, this is my personal belief. Believe what you want. If you want to try and convert me, that's fine. Talk to me. Give me some literature, whatever. But when you try and do it by force, I will resist you with force. That's... You know, going back... Let's, you know, when you think about, like, the Druids, and you mm-hmm. think about the um, Celts and the Picts, and you think about, you know, these different these different civilizations and stuff that basically the Christians wiped out, they all had different beliefs. Right. And they, even they, would use their gods as an excuse to go to war to take lands away from other tribes and, and whatever. Yep. Um, so it's not just the Christian God. It's not Allah. It's not, it's not, you know, I fucking, I don't know if you want to believe in the great spaghetti monster. I mean, it's the whole thing of the fact that it's not 
it has nothing to do with with God. These people who have done these horrible things, it's just like the Holocaust. It had nothing to do with the fact that Jews were bad people. It had nothing to do with the fact. It had to do with the fact that Hitler was part Jewish himself. He fucking hated himself. He hated it. Wasn't his mama was the Jew? She was. There was Jew, Jewish somewhere. I don't think he was it, like. It he was, was definitely part Jewish. But it was something to do with his mom. I know that. Because there was something. They. I mean. He was just. He was a sad little man. That you know. Didn't like a specific. You know. Group of people. Mm -hmm. And you know. He. I mean. You're talking about somebody who literally. Refused to have children of his own. But. He went around. And there was. He had this um. This one person, this was one family, this one guy, he was, um, part of his inner circle, and he had, like, five kids, I think, four or five kids, and Hitler said they were, like, the perfect specimens of Aryan nation, like, they, that he loved those kids, but he didn't love the kids for them being kids, he loved the kids because of what they represented, you know? Yeah. And... You know, he was a total sociopath. He had, he did not care about what was happening to other people. It had all, was all about him and what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was, but he literally tried, I mean, they committed genocide. You know, then you have, you know, these, these priests in the Catholic Church who have molested all these little boys and stuff. Now, understand, I am not saying that all priests have molested somebody. I, I think that that's a horrible generalization because I know a lot of priests who are really good, you know, men. Yeah. You know, um... But... I think that the Catholic Church has created a monster in the fact that they demand that these men are celibate and, you know, they, there's so many people, for one, who back in the day who used to join the priesthood because of the fact that either they was, you know, they thought there was something wrong with themselves for whatever reason, whether it was they were trying to, you know, run from doing something bad or they thought they were gay. It just this, the whole self-flagellation, is that the word I'm using, flagellation? Yes. Yeah. They beat themselves. Yeah. That whole thing, you know, they would join the priesthood and they would say, oh, I'm going to be celibate. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take my vows. I'm going to, you know, because that's such a horrible thing is, is I mean, then you put them in these positions of power where literally they're supposed to be like the conduit to God. Like you're supposed to go before your priest to speak to God, which that's one of the reasons why I have a problem with Catholic faith. Yeah. There's nobody that stands between me and God. No. Well, but, about, you know, talking about that, you know, the, uh, there's still some churches today they don't want their members reading the Bible. It's like, we've got it. 
You come to us, we'll explain it. You listen, you don't read. Yeah. But, I mean, there's still some churches, like, there's still some faiths that you don't even know the entirety of what the faith is about until you reach, like, and once again, I'm going the Mormons. Okay. When you start out learning about being a Mormon, you have to go through these classes. And you when you complete your classes then you are to then you're baptized. Mm-hmm. And then um you if you can get invited to like the temple and whatever Yeah then you learn more about the faith. And the higher up you get into the church, the more you learn about what what they really believe. And there's so many Mormons out there who don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why there's a lot of them who... Um, Especially people who aren't born into it, but who have, like, been in for 20 or 30 years, and they're finally, like, you know, reached this, like, this pinnacle where they get invited to the temple, and it's not all what they, it's not what they, 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 they believe. It's not all what they think, and, um, there was just a part of me that didn't want to be a part of that, Mm -hmm. um, my best friend, she got baptized, and technically she's a Mormon, but she doesn't practice. But, um, I never got baptized because it was just so much like getting baptized for the dead. Now, was I just, that a, if you got baptized for the dead, was it like if you thought that there was somebody that you mm-hmm. like, your family member or somebody you were close to? And you felt like that they were not saved or that they weren't baptized. Mm -hmm. And you were worried about them going to hell. Mm -hmm. Because Mormons kind of believe in like, not purgatory, but like different levels of like heaven or whatever. And um, if you were worried, then you could get baptized in their name. And somehow or another, that was supposed to help them, like, move on. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. I, I, that, I never could understand that. Like, my friend got baptized, and her dad was saved. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just, I don't really know why. I, she was kind of worried, I guess, yeah. because she was fresh into the Mormon faith and so she wanted to get baptized for her dad, but anyway, and I was just like, the fuck? Would you get, like, baptized for every dead relative, or would it be a w- all-encompassing? No, you had to be a specific person. Okay. Like, you couldn't just be like, I want to get baptized for the McClouds. You couldn't do that. Okay. But, like, the Mormons. Joseph Smith comes along. He says he found these these golden plates, right? Right. Okay. Well, he also says, that, hey, guess what? You can have multiple wives mm-hmm. because it's in the Bible. Like, they were literalists. It's in the Bible. So, 
he like writes this manuscript, the Book of Mormon, about you know how that Jesus came to the Native Americans and this group of Native Americans, and that you know this was their story, this was you know their version of the New Testament and what Jesus had the the knowledge Jesus had bestowed upon them and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And um, supposedly he had these people that they saw the golden plates and they signed these affidavits that they saw said golden plates and then he had to go back and I believe he reburied them or they disappeared or something I don't know anyway the, they're gone they're mm -hmm. by so nobody but these particular people saw these golden plates okay so anyway so you have them um, they, uh, the only problem was, they, people didn't like them. Mm -hmm. They, there was, um, there was one town where there was a, a big Mormon, um, community, and the other people of the town, though, they didn't like them, and so yeah. they just basically killed them. And so they ran. And, um, but in the process of doing all this, they had the polygamy, and they, and the, their in started the child brides. And, once again, you go into child abuse. You go mm -hmm. into taking these children as young as eight were being married off. And as soon as they started their periods or hit puberty or whatever, then they were expected to start having children. Oh, wow. And, you know, um, you know, basically that's where the whole, if, you know, it bleeds, it breeds comes from. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of incest. There was... Because they were very... And they still are. They're a very insular community. Like, they send the missionaries out. Um, which, I I know a lot of... I, I know several Mormon missionaries. Mm -hmm. And I can go ahead and tell you that they are not as good as people think they are. When those boys get out and they are on their own, especially in their little apartments and stuff, they will sneak out. Mm -hmm. They get with girls. I mean, so like they're little... Let me tell you, no, it's not, because they're not supposed to be doing all that. Okay. They're supposed to be, you know, um, mm. you know, they're supposed to be like, you know, trying, they're being missionaries. They're supposed mm -hmm. to be, you know, doing God's work and whatnot. But the thing of it is, is they, they're, they're 18 to 21 years old. So, yeah. I mean, and they're away from home. Mm -hmm. And as long as no, as long as nobody tells on them, they can do whatever they want to. And I remember, I did not believe that they had blessed the weekend. We talked about their blessed britches. Yeah. They literally have like undergarments. That's like a shirt and boxers. 
that are like supposedly their holy garments or whatever and they're, they're not nobody's supposed to see them right mm -hmm. I can't tell you just anyway I'm gonna move on past that but <laughs> I have a friend of mine who has seen plenty of blessed britches okay <laughs> but that was like her thing was to deflower the fucking missionaries she got off on that shit. <laughs> but. And you get on to me for black metal sometimes. Uh, this was, look, I was like 18 at this point, so mm -hmm. I can't be held responsible for what somebody else was doing. You're my husband. <clears throat> but, I mean, but anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. Then you have the Jehovah's Witnesses. They are just like the Catholic Church in the whole sense of they literally go into the prisons and they will, um, they, they push this, this whole, um, thing of, well, there's only going to be like 44,000 people that are going to go to heaven, mm -hmm. okay, but... Even though you're a convict, and even though you're a pedophile, even though you're a rapist, even though you've done your all this shit, um, and you're gonna be stuck here on Earth because you're obviously not gonna be one of the ones that's go this this predestined to go to heaven, mm -hmm. but you can be a warrior for Christ. You can be saved. You're gonna help rebuild the Earth, <clears throat> and so they preach all this stuff to them, and but they also tell them. We will take, and when you get out, we'll give you a place to live. We'll give you a job in our church, you know, and, you know, you just just, just sign the dotted line, basically, mm -hmm. okay? Well, these convicts, they want to get out of prison, right? Right. Well, a lot of them, if they can prove that they'll have gainful employment and a place to live, they can get early release, mm -hmm. okay? So... A lot of these, especially like short-timers, you know, the ones that's like, you know, in there for five years and mm -hmm. they need they need to get them out. But they, you know, so they'll say, okay, well, I've accepted Jesus Christ and I'm a Jehovah's Witness and they're going to, they're going to put me here and I'm going to, they're going to give me a job doing this in their church and I'm going to have employment and I'm going to be under the watchful eyes of the church and they'll let them out early, Right. Only problem is, is half of them get put in there as youth ministers or working in, you know, these areas where there's women and children, just anybody that they can. I mean, they've even had people who were um, serial rapists mm -hmm. that they've put into these churches and like and had them over, you know, like the young adults and, sh and shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the Jehovah's Witnesses has they have a rule, and it's if two or more people see what happened, then they'll take then they'll they'll listen to them they'll 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 listen to their evidence they'll take it into consideration and but if if only you know what happened, so let's say that they raped you, okay, and. Nobody else saw it, but you went to the church and you told the church, and they're like, okay, well, did somebody else witness it? And you're like, no, it was just me. Okay, well, sorry, we can't help you. 
And because they don't trust the outside world, you can't go to the police. Wow. You can't go to the police unless they tell you you can. It is suppressed. I mean, like, and especially, like, and what they do is just, like, with the Catholic Church, they'll just take the person and they'll move them to a different area, mm-hmm. to a different church. They don't kick them out. They don't call the police. Right now, there's, like, there, there's, like, this huge investigation going on into the Jehovah's Witness for that shit. But, you know, so, um... I mean, hell, look at the look at fucking Scientology. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, we're sitting here talking about these atrocities that are supposed to be committed in the name of God. Like, we all know about Waco. We all know about Jonestown. Mm-hmm. We all know about, you know, like, all these, like, cults and all this kind of children of God, all this kind of, all that kind of shit. But we don't think about the smaller things. That's, that's what, the, the whole story about the, preacher that killed the one he said he did it because god told him to that's the thing that kills me is the fact that what what people do these small things that we don't really know about these smaller things like nobody ever talks about jehovah's witnesses and what they do nobody ever really talks about you know like these small everybody knows what whisperers baptist church yeah. right but what's his name was it fred phelps yeah. his name yeah he turned around and said he was absolutely fucking wrong and they, ex- they excommunicated him. Yeah. Well, he started trying to preach that they that he they was wrong, and you know, he was like, "Nope, they're like, get on, get out," because mm-hmm. people don't want to believe. And he was the fucking founder. Mm-hmm. And they turned on their own founder because they don't people don't want to take him and, and and hear anything else. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I just read this um, sentence on this thing. It said the roots of violence against Muslims in India's history, stemming from lingering resentment toward the Islamic domination of India during the Middle Ages. Policies established by the country's British colonies. The violent... uh, What does it say? The violent partition of India into Muslim Pakistan and a Hindu majority. But secular India with a large minority Muslim population. And that just goes back to, you know, what I was talking about. It's not just... Christians, it's not just Scientology doesn't even believe in God, and it's, they're hurting people yeah. every day. I mean, it comes down to like extremist beliefs. I mean, I, I don't know, it's just it's every religion, it's like you said. I mean, and I feel like in some cases, it's even not necessarily. A religion, but there's been stuff, bad stuff done in the name of atheism. I mean, I don't believe in organized religion of right. any kind. Um, and that's, 
I've gotten a lot of shit from that. Because, oh, how can you believe in God and you say you don't believe in organizing? Because, okay, religion is man-made. Mm-hmm. Every religion was created by a man. Every religion has had some man fuck over somebody else in order to further their belief. Yeah. And they've all done it in the name of God. And they've used some scripture that absolutely did not mean that in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. They've used it out of context to justify their war. You know, every politician is always like, I believe in the, the blah, 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 and I, you know, and I, it's against God to do, first of all, it specifically says in the Bible, we are not to judge. Mm-hmm. That means that just because I think it's wrong and you think it's wrong, they're going to have to make their own mistake. Yeah. God is going to have to judge them, not me. So that's why I'm perfectly okay. You don't want to believe in God? Boo, you do you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to stay in my lane over here, but you yeah. do you. That's fine. You know, you want to believe, you know, and like people who do believe, but they believe in this ridiculous ass shit. Okay, I'm fine with that too. I, mean, I always think, you know, every time I, we, you were talking about the candidates and they're a godly man, godly woman, whatever. I don't want to live in a theocracy because that's when you start burning heretics. Mm-hmm. And I always think about even, okay, you know, the Catholic Church, all of them are supposed to fall under the authority of the Pope. The Pope says that they do it. Um, this is just an example, okay. Baptist churches, there Southern Baptist churches, there is the Baptist convention, and they meet and they kind of discuss laws and stuff. But every Southern Baptist church, in the end, is autonomous. They can do as they please, as far as like what kind of rules and stuff they want to make. Um, when I was little, I went to well, not really little. I was a teenager. I went to church. I really loved it. If I hadn't found them, I'd probably be high-fiving Varg watching churches burn. Anyway, there were men who were deacons, and some of them were divorced. These were good men. Some of them, they had gotten married before, you know. This had been a long time ago that they had gotten divorced. Even when I'm talking about how he had gotten married before he was a Christian, his wife wasn't a Christian, he was a sinner, you know, he, all this stuff had got a divorce. Well, the church, some of the, some people got pissed because there were divorced men serving as deacons. Well, the thing is, the deacons isn't the problem. It's the past, you can't be, it's about in the Baptist faith, it's the preacher. Well, I was going to, but uh, they ended up, the church ended up voting, and several of these men who were good, godly men, as far as like the, the everything they're supposed to be doing, we're not allowed to be deacons anymore. But at the same time, where my parents were going to church, their pastor, he he was divorced. He had been divorced. His wife had left him. It was through no fault of his own, but he had been divorced. And, you know, these are both Southern Baptist churches, but both of them had very different 
ideas. And like I said, I feel like, you know, that's why I don't like it when Candace, I'm, I'm a good godly man, we're going to run this country through religion or whatever. Well, okay, dude, what, what, what are we doing, you know? Well, here's the thing. The pastor that was at your mom and dad's church that was divorced, mm-hmm. he couldn't have gone to any other church and been a pastor. Because in the Baptist, Southern Baptist, regular Baptist, what Baptist period, if you're divorced, you cannot be a preacher. Mm-hmm. Okay? Methodist, however, don't have that rule. So, like, um, yeah, I told you my mom used to go to Wilkes, right? Right. Okay, well, when they left Wilkes, they went to Aldersgate, which is a Methodist church. Well, the minister there was a friend of my mom's ex-boyfriend. And he used to be a Baptist minister. Well, his first wife left him, no fault of his own, mm-hmm. left him. And um, so he couldn't be a, a preacher anymore in the mm-hmm. Baptist faith. He tried to go to several different churches and, you know, they all followed under that same doctrine. They're like, you can be a deacon, you can, you know, you can, you can be the music minister, you can do all this stuff, but you cannot be the head of the church. You can't be a, a pre- preacher. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> He really felt like he was called to preach, which I ain't got no use for his ass. But anyway, he uh, decided that he was going to switch denominations or whatever, and he was going to be a Methodist. Because Methodist, you could take and and be a pastor even if you're divorced. Mm -hmm. And um, so he was the, the preacher at... Methodist mm-hmm. uh, at the Aldersgate Methodist Church, and him and his wife are messy as shit. So I mean, like, that's why I think that all that's bullshit. Like, I don't think it should matter how many times you've been married. I don't think it. I mean, because you can be a piece of shit person and never have been divorced, and you're just a shitty person. Yeah. You know, or you could have been married three times and you're a really good person. It's just you keep being attracted to shitty people. I mean, that has no bearing. That's why I said I don't do organized Mm -hmm. religion. Like the church we go to now, I like it because it's comfortable and it's small. And it's my mom's like really big into church. And so she likes going to church and stuff. But I don't have to go to church. Like I don't. It's not a thing for me. You know? Yeah. I mean, I go to support because it's Rhiannon's school. I go to because of the fact that, you know, I mean, I like going there because I like the people there. But I don't I don't go there because of the fact that that's my denomination. That's mm-hmm. my religion. I'm, I go there because I'm a Christian. And it's just, you know, it's some place to, to go to. It's just comfortable. If I felt uncomfortable there like I have everywhere else, I wouldn't go. Yeah. You know, I don't have that whole need to be in church. I don't buy into the whole, like, you know, the holy rollers and all that bullshit. Mm. But that's me. And, you know, because I believe the only way that you're going to go to hell is by saying that there is no God. Mm-hmm. 
But the thing of it is, is you have to come to that on your own. You know? Mm-hmm. I can't force my opinion down anybody's throat. And I'll be damned if I do that shit. <laughs> but. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> so. What up? You want to add anything else? Or we. Um. I mean. I just kind of feel, I mean, I, I think we've pretty much, like, touched on everything. Like, cause it's, yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah. So, were you talking about ideas for the next show? I know I mentioned to you, cool, I said I want to talk about Ruby Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's stuck in my crawl for a long-ass time. Yeah, he's always talking about it. Because mm-hmm. fuck the federal government. God. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna um, I think I just have to sneeze. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, I'm gonna take and um, put this out, and I'm gonna merge those other two together somehow, make it to where it's not shit, and um have these out as soon as we can um thank you guys for it's taken us like two weeks to get this done but um we really appreciate y'all hanging on with us also i've been sick so um excuse any like the heavy breathing and the stuffed up nose and all that so yeah um is there anything else you want to add no I mean, you have a question? Uh, we did the question on the other one. I'm week. saying, do you have a question oh, for this question. week? Uh, hmm. Okay, so we're doing Ruby Ridge. Yeah. What's the most messed up thing you think the government has done? Okay, so what's the most messed up thing the government has done? Is yeah. it like just the United States government or just well, government in general? We have international listeners. That's... Most messed up thing you think any government has done. Okay. Most messed up thing any government has done. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, guys. Well, we'll see y'all next week with Ruby Ridge. All right. Hey. Later. Yeah, you made a ring in on that Ruby Ridge one, so I don't end up.